Everyone, I just had a barbecue pork banh mi, about half an iced coffee, then a bag of Cheetos, a small bag, but a bag of Cheetos. I feel absolutely fantastic. It's Monday. It's Monday. And, you know, regardless of what we're doing, maybe we're getting ready to go to work. Maybe we're just hanging out. Maybe we're about to go hit the gym. I, I don't really know. I would hope, ideally, the coffee's ready. Maybe the tea we've prepped it. Is it water, lemon, cayenne pepper, that whole deal? I'm not sure. But everyone, since it is Monday, that means one of many things. Most notably for me, this is the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. Everyone, my name is John. Here's my thing. Originally, this podcast episode, it was going to be about Cheetos and Western movies. But I got a text from my friend Max, shout out Max, about an hour and a half ago that completely changed not only the course of this podcast, but I think my diet, my lifestyle, uh, metabolic state, I would say as a whole for the next, depends how long I do it. Everyone, I think I might enter ketosis. I might try the keto diet. I've heard of it. I had that whole bulletproof coffee phase. And I, if you, if you all want the truth, I only made two bulletproof coffees. I don't think I ever actually wrapped that up. I kind of left it open-ended. I, I made it twice with the MCT oil and the butter. I never tried the ghee. Either way, the keto diet. I'd heard of it. I was talking to a coworker about it, and I'm not sure if he had done it, but he was telling me people who do it, they just like shed weight. And it's very counterintuitive. So I'm going to tell you all what I know about the keto diet. First off, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, basically you can eat anything with the exception of carbs and sugars. Plot twist, carbs and sugars are literally everywhere. We run into an issue. But I'm, you can, for example, I could have a burger with no bun and that would be appropriate. I think when Max was texting me, he just had a uh, protein style in and out burger. For, that's basically, they take two halves of iceberg lettuce and they make them seem like buns. You, you can't you can't really grill a head of iceberg lettuce. You can't really butter it, put it on a flat top. It won't get that same effect. So, you know, I'm lost there and I, I bread's a big part of my life to a certain extent. I love bread. I enjoy it and I just eat it so much I don't even think about it. I, I intake gluten like it's no one's business. Sugar-wise, I mean, that's everywhere too. It's going to be hard to stop. I have a lot of fruit snacks at work. I'm not looking forward to cutting that. Now, and this is if I go through with this whole ketosis thing. And the more I say it, the more I, I like, I don't know if I'm a true practitioner of the keto diet because I'm going to be honest. I just like, I just like saying I'm going to enter ketosis because that's when I read online, that's what they're saying. It's like you enter ketosis. I think Max was saying after three days, you enter ketosis. That sounds like a good conversation starter. Someone asked me, how am I doing? I can put my palm up, chest out. I'm in ketosis right now. And then I don't think I have to ask them about themselves. I think I can just end it there. Then they ask, what's ketosis? And then I give a bit of a bland definition, one that shows I don't really know what it is, but I think I'm in it. Um, questions right off the bat. If I go on a keto diet, do I automatically get a membership to CrossFit? Or is it Pilates? I don't even know if that's the right question. The question should be, for the people on the keto diet, what gym do we go to? Is there a certain workout? Is it, is it Olympic weightlifting? I don't know if I'm into that. Push-ups, sit-ups, game for that too. Wait, do I have to cancel my current gym membership? Maybe incur some sort of fee? Then completely rebuild, restructure? I'd say rebrand 
my entire spectrum of physical activity just for this diet. I'm kind of down. I'm kind of down. There's got to be some sort of, obviously, you know, there are physical benefits. We've touched on the weight loss, but I don't know if anyone here has seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world or Scott Pilgrim versus the seven evil exes. Um, in one of the scenes, the main character, Scott, fights a vegan. And this vegan guy, he is vegan, so he's strong. He's a great bass guitarist, and he can read people's minds. And that's just some of the benefits he gets from being vegan. Scott defeats him by giving him a latte. And it wasn't, it was a, it wasn't like a non-dairy latte. It, was a, it had dairy in it, and he loses his powers. So what I'm thinking is ketosis, there, there must be some sort of health benefit that would be pretty sick. I mean, this is like, obvious. I'm totally kidding. But if I could levitate, that'd be fun. Do I get to read the minds of other people who are entering or are in ketosis as well? Is there some, some sort of connection? If so, sign me up. I'm into it. I'm, is it do I get a birthmark? I, whatever it might be, everyone, this is new. And I will say, so obviously, look, it, it's going to be a transition. I've got to kind of clear out my cab, but I'm getting a whole new diet. And I'm looking forward to that part. I, 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 finally, I finally figured out how to go to Trader Joe's, spend under 30 bucks a week, and I'm eating pretty healthy too, and it's not all frozen meals, everyone. I'm not popping really anything in the microwave anymore. I will buy the gyoza. That's the one frozen thing I'll buy. But I, I finally found, it's like I'm in there in and out 15 minutes, but I'm gonna have to obviously change that up if I'm buying new things. Might even have to say bye to Trader Joe's for a bit to get certain items. Not looking forward to that, but I got to clean out my kitchen. I'm not just going to throw everything away now. I'm going to, I'm going to, right now the plan is to start or gear up starting this entire diet change. Obviously I I learned about it an hour and a half ago, so I'm going to think it through a little bit more, but if I start it, it's going to be my next trip to the grocery store. And so I'm not going to go to the grocery store, I think for another four or five days. And the way I'm looking at it, I'm going to basically... Well, everything in my pantry is is carb related. You got tortillas in there. I don't. I don't think tuna fish has any carbs. I don't think so. Do I think? Do onions have carbs? I've got tortillas in there. What else? Oh, I got some cookies. I've got some bagels. I've got some. I actually have to look up what has carbs in. It. I think they're everywhere. So I'm assuming everything in my cabinet has carbs. I get to clear that out. And while I'm at it, look. If I'm gonna start this diet now, I think I'm just gonna get. I'm going to enjoy a McDonald's cone every single night that I can get out and go to if there's one somewhat close by. I'm going to enjoy this moment. I have two Miller High Lifes in there. I think I'll have one tonight and then one tomorrow. And then that might be it. I don't, I don't think I can have beer. I might have to change, well, I mean, drink of leisure, drink in general. I, I think I have to cut out alcohol as well, actually. My buddy was saying um, it's 50 grams of carbs, I don't know. I know a Michelob Ultra has two or three, and I'm fine doing the whole Michelob Ultra thing. I don't know if I've done an episode. I'm going to do an episode on Michelob Ultra. Um, they had this one commercial, Michelob, quick side tangent, uh, one commercial Michelob Ultra. Uh, it, was, it was basically these very good-looking people working out and then going to a party in a high-rise apartment. I'd say Chicago or New York with uh, Tony Bennett's Put a Smile on That Face or something, whatever the song is, in the background. And it just looked glamorous. And I bought a six pack of Michelob Ultras a couple weeks after seeing that commercial. And it, 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 Michelob Ultra, it's not a craft beer. It goes into my whole non-craft brew identity. So it's okay, I'm okay with that. So maybe I have to start having Michelob Ultras paying that extra 
uh, luxury fee is what I'm going to pin on. It's like 12 bucks for a six pack of Michelob. It makes no sense. But no, um, so yeah, I'm just going to relish these next four or five days. I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to have a lot of bread. I'm going to kind of not really think about what I'm eating and obviously do my research here and there. We'll see what happens. I'm into it. I'm ready to enter ketosis, I think. Everyone, I, I gave you the what we thought was going to be the actual table of contents for this episode. And I'm, I'm going to put the Cheetos one. We're going to put it on the back burner and maybe do another morning, morning commute or give it its own episode. Not too sure yet. But I do want to talk about Western movies. I, and I, I don't know where I was, uh, but this popped into my head. Because I've seen a lot of movies in my life. I've seen a lot of great movies. A lot of good movies too. A lot of average movies. I've also seen a lot of bad movies. And I've seen bad movies that are so bad where it's funny, which I would say are actually better than movies that technically are a little less worse than them because there's humor in it. But I've seen a lot of bad movies. With that being said, if there's one type of movie that I would never even put in that spectrum... I would never even consider it bad or too bad to be funny. If, if there's one type of movie, it's going to be a Western movie. Everyone, I have never seen a Western movie that I don't like. I've enjoyed pretty much every single Western I've seen, whether it's an old school Western or a new school Western. Most notably, you know, I'm thinking um, True Grit was one recently I saw. Oh, no, I saw one. It's about two brothers, Joaquin Phoenix and someone else. That was a really good one. It came out, I think, this summer. But the point being... I think the Western film is a great film. Let's dive into this. So with action movies, more often than not, and I don't know why I said that, you always depend on action. If the action's poor, the movie's usually pretty bad. I don't know if we really care as much about dialogue in those types of movies. I think it's more of an explosion, some sort of fight scene, a lot of flames, fire, bullets, um, conflict, and resolve. That's what we're going for there. With horror movies, you want to be scared. If it's not scary, it's, it's probably not a good horror movie. Comedy, we want to laugh. Um, dramas, I think we all have a different criteria for a drama. And I think if done well, they're usually regarded as amazing. Musicals, there has to be singing. That's what I know there. I don't know much about this realm, but I do know this. With Western movies, I expect three things. Uh, chapped lips, sweaty brows, leather. If you hit all three of those things, you've done it. That's going to be a good movie, my personal opinion. I, I don't care if the standoff is good or bad. I really don't. I, I don't care what part of the country you're in, or if it's in a different... It doesn't have to be an American Western either. But more often than not, if you hit those three bullet points, you've done well. And here's the best part about that. I don't know if Burt's Bees was a thing back then. I don't, I don't think it was. I don't know if they actually had... I think their chapstick was just Vaseline, and I don't think they used it for chapstick. I think it was more for chafing with those leather pants, but boom, we've hit one bullet point already, leather pants. And if we're not using their Vaseline on the lips, they've got chapped lips. There's not, there's not a lot of, I don't think they're that hydrated skin-wise. Now, sweaty brows, it's always hot and they wear a lot of clothing. We, we had no uh, copper-toned sunscreen. There's no banana boat sport. They're layering up. They don't want to get hit by the sun, which also helps with the chapped lips. So you, I don't know how you mess up that formula. And if it's a Western in the wintertime, we might lose the sweaty brow, but that's by far the, I don't care about that as much. If it's in the wintertime, I think there's going to be more leather. And I'm at, look, if you're in the desert, it's going to be a dry winter too. So those lips are probably going to be chapped. I don't mind get chapped in the winter here. I like a good Western. 
Now let's talk about cliche, because it's pretty hard to not be cliche. I know I'm cliche almost every other day. This day and age, 2019, I don't, I'm not saying 2018, 2019, walking down the street, it's cliche at this point. I don't know what that means, but I do know this. Everyone, Western movies, I think they're the one movie ever that cannot possibly be cliche. If you wanted to get down to the nitty gritty and actually debate if a Western's cliche, it's going to come down to one line. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. I put a little bit of flair on the end. I don't know if you noticed that. That's the one where, you know what, let's put it into the circle. Let's talk about it. It might be cliche. And it's actually not cliche at all. It is, well, one, I think it actually originated in Westerns. But more often than not, I think all the time, I, the town literally isn't big enough for those two people. If two people have beef, if two people have Western movie beef, where things often end up in a standoff or that where you walk back 10 steps and then fire, if beef reaches that level, you expect a small Western town to be able to hold that beef. Western level beefs, I don't even think they could probably fit in small to middle-sized cities. Populations were flirting 300,000. I think the population of most Western cities might... I'm guessing at this point, if you count the houses in the outer region, I think it might hold 35 people. The town literally isn't big enough for the two of them. And look, I've never been, I I don't want to, I don't plan on being in a Western level of beef. But if I'm, like right now I'm located in Portland, I think Portland Metro, correct me if I'm wrong, it is one to three million, I think. I, if I, even if I have a Western level beef, the, the town, it should be big enough for me and whoever I'm beefing with, right? That, uh, Donovan McNabb, Terrell Owens, they had a lot of bad chemistry throughout the year. I remember when they were playing the Steelers, they got routed. I think it was 24 to 6. They were beefing on the sideline. It wasn't Western level, but I think the entire city of Philadelphia was questioning not only the chemistry, but their playoff hopes at that point. Luckily, they were in Philadelphia. They can hold that beef. If they were in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I don't see the Eagles doing that well. Again, that was an abstract, but I think fair point. If you use this town ain't big enough for the two of us and your population is, if it's a Western level beef, if your population, I'm going to cap it, I'm guessing at this point, 100,000 or less, it, it, I, it's, probably, it, it's probably a little bit too small of a town. Or no, what if, I don't know where the definition from town to city, I don't know where it changes. If village, you got to put that in there too. And then again, obviously you got to apply the rule sets back then and, and consider, I mean, how much they're drawing those revolvers quite quick. So I mean, they're kind of quick to the point in terms of escalating tempers. So you have to factor that in. And, you know, maybe a Western level beef in 2019, it's something boils over on Twitter and the people meet in person, for example. We just can't call Westerns cliche. I'm going to be honest. They're in their own realm. They don't really bother anyone. Let's not bother them. Everyone, I am currently looking at the clock, and it is about that time. And and before I send you off, I'm going to put it like this. So in terms of myself entering ketosis, in terms of myself being in ketosis, it's not necessarily set in stone. It's kind of... It's written in, in pencil right now that I'm going to do it, but I, I 
really, I'm you know, Ticonderoga number two, and I'm pushing extremely hard into the piece of paper. So even if I erase it, it's still kind of there. That's the level of commitment that I'm at. I'm going to clean up my pantry, do some research, and, and we'll see where I get from there. Um, might watch a Western movie this next week. And with that, I mean, look, everyone, this was the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.